welcome back or welcome to Teen Thoughts Dump Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I am so excited you have decided to tune in. Today, I wanted to talk about gaslighting and manipulation because I think or I know that at one point or another, we've all encountered gaslighters and manipulators, or maybe you have even caught yourself as being the manipulator or the gaslighter, and hopefully you want to stop that. I know that when we are being manipulated, we don't even realize it, which is the whole kind of point in manipulation is that we don't really realize it's happening, but people are able to somehow tap into us and get us to do things or think things that really aren't true or badly influence us. And we really can't get out of these and we feel stuck in them a lot and don't even realize that it was happening at all until it's over. And I think that realizing you were being manipulated by someone you trusted is one of the most hurtful feelings you can encounter. To know that someone that you thought was a close friend or someone that you saw as even more than a friend and maybe even loved was using you or manipulating you is just like an absolutely devastating feeling. And when we're finally able to leave these bad relationships, either friendships or more romantic relationships, we're often left very fearful of being hurt again. So then we put our guards up and it becomes difficult for us to let in people who might be genuine and not manipulators and good people that do want to spend time with us. But then we end up having our guard up because of our past experiences. Because manipulation can be so hard to identify sometimes, and it can be as simple as telling maybe little lies here and there, or as complex as more gaslighting types of things where people turn entire situations on you and make you real or think that you are the one that's doing something they're doing. And it's just, it's a really bad situation to get in with someone because it can drive you crazy. I know it's drove me crazy a couple of times where you really start to think to yourself once they turn situations on you over and over again that, oh my gosh, maybe I'm the quote unquote villain. I'm the bad guy. And really, you haven't done any of the things they've said, but they've done those things. And I don't know, but I feel like sometimes these people aren't even aware that they're manipulating, but that doesn't mean that you should stay in a situation with someone like that because you don't deserve to feel like you're going crazy or be having situations turned on you. No one deserves to have that. So how do you even tell when someone is manipulating you? I mean, it's not easy, but I've found a few signs to watch out for for when someone is manipulating you. And I found these on WebMD, so I didn't just make these up. Uh, these are things that I read through and I feel like I see them myself and they make sense to me. So first I wanna start off by defining by WebMD, which is my source, like what exactly is manipulation? And what it said is manipulation is exercise of harmful influence over others. People who manipulate others attack their mental and emotional sides to get what they want. The people doing the manipulating called the manipulator seeks to create an imbalance of power. They take advantage of you to get power control benefits or privileges. 
And then it goes on to say what a few signs are manipulation. So the first one is they know your weaknesses and how to exploit them. I think what's really sad about this is, and not just for this one, but really for all of them, is that in order for someone to even know these things, like your weaknesses, they probably have to know you pretty well. So that means there, there definitely was like quite a relationship probably established between you and the person. So to find out that they're manipulating you can be really hard. And I think that's part of what blocks us from being able to see it because we think this is our friend. So this could be like, let's say you're more shy. So in public, they may take advantage of that more because you don't want to say no, or they know that you're a people pleaser and you don't want to say no and you want to please people. So they may take advantage of that, especially in social situations where if they know you easily get embarrassed or you don't want any conflict, they'll take advantage of that and maybe convince you to do things that you really don't want to do. So if you find yourself constantly doing things that you don't want to do and you're like, why did I agree to that? They may be praying in a way. I know that, I feel like that word sounds really harsh, but they in a way are preying on what your weakness is. Either that's like people pleasing, embarrassment. The next one that it said was they use your insecurities against you so this is another one where you definitely would have to the person would definitely have to know you pretty well to know what your insecurities are an example of them using it against you could be let's say you're not very good at a certain class let's say it's your math class and you really don't like to talk about it but you've told them about it and you're just really insecure because you tend to get bad grades no matter how hard you try. And this person, if they're trying to manipulate you, may constantly try to bring it up or compare themselves to you to put you down and manipulate you. The next one they had was they convince you to give up something important to you to make you more dependent on them. Obviously, when you're more dependent on someone, they have more control over you because you have this idea that you need them. So if you catch yourself feeling like, oh my gosh, I need this person for this and that, just think no, because you really don't need anyone friend-wise, at least, for anything. Like, you don't need to have this person in your life. It's always better to have no friends this can be really hard it's always better to have no friends than someone who is manipulative puts you down and makes you give up things that are important to you for them you shouldn't feel like you need to depend on someone ever okay the next one was if they succeed in their manipulation they will continue to do so until you get out of the situation basically what this is is People will go as far as you let them. I'm not like victim blaming, but part of it is on you to leave situations. And like I said, it can be hard to see, but part of it is on you. People go as far as you let them. If they see that they're able to get away with manipulating you time after time, they're going to continue doing it. So be mindful of what you allow and don't allow so that you don't get in the head of other people that they can just get away with treating you poorly. On the WebMD website where it talks about manipulation, it also lists several different types of manipulation. 
and I want to talk a little bit about the ones that I feel like resonate the most with me and I can relate to the most and have I have definitely been impacted by. So the first one is comparison. So this is what it says about comparison. It says, sometimes a manipulative person will compare you to someone else in order to goad you. They may use a specific person to make you feel insecure to try to establish a sense that everyone else is doing whatever they want to do. They may even recruit others to pressure you into a certain emotion or action. This can be someone is saying, well, that person's doing it, so why aren't you doing it? I think what it's talking about mainly pertains to that, and that can be very toxic and not something that you should constantly have to deal with, feeling like you can't be yourself and you're constantly being compared to other people because this establishes in your mind that you aren't good enough the way you are and you need to be more like someone else. Another form of comparison is just them comparing you to themselves or kind of having a competition with you all the time. When you constantly feel like you're in competition with someone all the time, it's really stressful because even though you didn't initially walk into that relationship thinking you were in competition with them, them trying to be in competition with you can kind of give you a feeling like you need to have that back. I've definitely, I think we've all encountered some someone like this because in one way or another, I think we all are better than each other in different areas. So there's always going to be someone who sees something in you that they feel like you're better than them at and then try to compare themselves to you. I've definitely had friends who try to overly compare like grades with me, uh, athletics, things like that. They just constantly are trying to one-up me. And it feels really weird because you feel like you can't be as much of a genuine and uplifting friend. Like when good things happen to them, you kind of feel awkward and fake about it because you know that when good things happen to you, they don't really care and actually even upsets them because they're in the back, maybe in the back of their minds or maybe they're more forefront with it. They're in competition with you constantly. The next one is guilt and sympathy. It says many people are highly susceptible to guilt. Some even go as far as to punish themselves in response to things they feel guilty about. So to me, I feel like this one is kind of associated with the whole pick me boy thing. (laughs) I know most people that are between ages like 14 and 20 probably know what that is. Basically it's just a phrase that describes maybe like a guy that self-pities a lot to try to get either girls to go out with them or them to seem better. And that is a form of manipulation, but this can come out in different ways. Most people feel bad when someone else feels bad about themselves. And when other people see this, they sometimes try to prey on it. So this could be, let's say your friend or who you assume to be friend, but let's just say like the manipulator is asking you to go out one night to hang out but you really just need to get some homework done 
and you say, no, like, I really don't want to. And they try to make you feel bad for putting yourself first before them and hanging out. That is a form of manipulation. To me, that seems like a little bit more of a obvious one to see. But in the moment, it may not be, especially if maybe this is a more special person and you really do want to go, but you also want to do the responsible thing. Someone who truly is your friend will want to hang out with you and encourage you to come, but still respect that you want to put yourself first and do other things that are more important within the moment. And this could be with favors. A lot of times it could be even with doing things like exchanging homework. So this might not even be for a friend. I know many times I've encountered people who may ask for homework and before I can even give them a response of whether I'm gonna say yes or no, they give me this whole sob story of why they couldn't do their homework in order to make me feel bad for them so that I can send it to them. And maybe it's true, it's possible that someone could not do their homework and something really harsh happened and you really would be helping them out but it's going to depend on a few things and I want to make that clear that a lot of these things are circumstantial and it can depend on how well you know the person how many times they've done it but this is just a main rule of thumb like, for example, if you have someone that you know really well and they've never asked for homework from you, like, ever, and then one day something happens and they ask you, like, that's, they're, they're not, they're not manipulating you there. They're just very in need. So I'm not trying to make anyone paranoid about the friends that they have, but I want to make sure people are just mindful and look out for these things, especially in new friendships, but even in old ones, because it can be, I think we're more blinded in old ones because we think we trust those people and just, you know, count kind of in the back of your mind offenses because sometimes it can seem like it's one thing at a time, but it does add up and you just, you should never be stuck in a situation. You should never feel stuck or like you're going crazy. Okay, the next one is gaslighting. This is, of course, like a newer term, and most people already know what this is, but this is what WebMD says about it. It says this tactic is used by the manipulator to confuse you and make you question your own reality. The manipulation happens when you confront the abuser lies, and the manipulator tells you that it never happened. So I see that as a form of gaslighting, but I see not only them convince you that it ever happened, but I see the person also convincing you that you did it and honestly I think it's just crazy how people are able to get into our heads and convince us of those things because when we step back from the situation and observe it from an outsider's view I feel like we'd be telling ourselves like how could you believe that when you clearly didn't do it and I think a lot of it has to do with who it is that we're manipulating or who it is that is manipulating us. When we're closer to the person, I think we're easily manipulated because we trust them and we've established a bond with them. So we wouldn't expect them to turn situations on us and lie to us. 
Okay, so there's all these different types of manipulation and signs to look out for, but how do you treat it? How do you actually get out of these situations? How do you let the person know how you're feeling? How do I get out of it? Honestly, the best thing you can do is to just be direct and confront the person. I know confrontation sucks. For lack of a better word, it's just, it's very difficult. It's hard because we may be a little more shy or we may be afraid of either losing the friend or ruining a relationship. So it's hard to confront people. And oftentimes we don't want to confront people because maybe we've had bad experiences confronting people in the past or we've dug ourselves deeper in a hole, which would be another sign that someone is manipulating you. If you ever try to confront someone about something they did and they try to not acknowledge it or dig a deeper hole, they're most likely manipulating you. People should, at the bare minimum, admit to what they did. Maybe they won't agree that what they did was wrong initially and not see that, but they should at least acknowledge what it is that they did. So when you do confront someone, just remember to be calm because coming at people with aggression or coming at people accusingly puts people quicker into a defensive mode and more likely to start an argument. Also, you want to be very direct. Just get to the point. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't dance around the subject. Just be direct to the point and tell them what it is you're thinking and what you're feeling. Next is to understand that manipulation is not normal. Just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. Manipulation is definitely common, especially at a young age. I feel like in high school, there's so many people who are just trying to climb like the quote unquote social ladder. The next way to help treat manipulation is to seek out a trusted person. So this could be another friend or parent or really just anyone who doesn't really have any relation or tie to the manipulator or possible manipulator. Just seek out a second opinion with anything. Like when you go to a doctor, let's say they say you want surgery, it's a good idea to seek out a second opinion. So try to get someone who just has an outside perspective, maybe even someone who is a little more experienced with you. That would probably be a good idea. But make sure it's someone that you do trust and is not in any relation to the person, so there's no bias that could possibly be involved. Okay, the last thing that I think can help treat people and help them get out of manipulative situations, and this is something that I've come up with on my own more, and I didn't see this on the website, but it's just being honest with yourself and being open to the idea that even people that you trust or friends that you feel like you trusted, they are capable of being manipulators too. And that's part of the point of manipulation is that you don't realize it. And that just because you may have been in a relationship with someone for a while, 
and you've had good times with them, you don't owe them a friendship. You don't owe anyone a friendship. You don't owe anyone a relationship. You don't owe anyone anything. And if someone is treating you poorly or how you should not be being treated, you have the right to walk out of that. And you absolutely should walk out of it because you should not be feeling like you're going crazy. You should not be feeling like situations are constantly turned on you. You should not be feeling like you can't be real with that person and talk about things or you're going to be degraded. You should not feel like you're constantly in competition with this person. You should be able to feel happy when you leave interactions with people. And if that's not happening, you need to cut them out. Sometimes it may not even mean they're a horrible person, but it may just mean that you two aren't compatible or maybe they just have some things they're working through. You never know what someone is going through. Sometimes people are super nice and then they go through something at home or in their personal life and they take it out on other people. And that's not your problem to deal with. And sometimes it can be really hard because you want to be there for that friend. But if it's starting to really harm you and affect you, sometimes you really just need to give people time on their own. And sometimes they do come around, but I wouldn't count on it. And just know that, like I said, you don't owe them anything. They don't owe you anything. So you are free to walk out of relationships that don't leave you feeling good. I hope that this helped you feel a little bit more related to and maybe if you are experiencing or have experienced being manipulated by someone and feeling like you're going crazy and you're seeing these things like you're listening and you're like oh my gosh like this happened to me that was me. Go ahead and give this episode five stars. Share it with your friends. Uh, post it on your Instagram story and tag the podcast Instagram at Teen Thoughts Dump Pod. Go ahead and follow that too and follow Teen Thoughts Dump Pod on TikTok. And feel free to follow my personal at Laura Gusky on TikTok and Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.